So that was a chat that I had with Monica McWilliams, Professor Monica McWilliams, uh, a couple of weeks ago when she was visiting us here in Scarif. So on to something completely different now. We're going to have a piece of music from uh, a French singer, and it's called C'est Si Bon. Your French is better than mine, Patricia. I enjoyed that interview with Monica McWilliams and I'll listen to it in more detail later on today. Yes, I hope to get a chance to hear it myself, John, in more detail. Anyway, here we go with Claire-Emilie Barlow and Ceci Bon. Tellement bon. Ooh, c'est si bon. C'est bon, c'est bon. Ooh, c'est si bon. Ooh, 
So that was Say Si Bon, just to get you in the holiday mood, Tom. And uh, you'll be starting your journey to France in a little while, you lucky thing. <laughs> Thank um, you. Yeah. So now we're going to talk to our studio guests, some of our studio guests this morning, and uh, who are uh, Mel White and Gay Moore. And they're joining us to talk this morning about a new uh, event that they're hosting called A Transformative Creative Retreat. Love the sound of that. And Mel, I'll just introduce each of them. Mel is a third generation visual artist. She's exhibited worldwide in a variety of mediums. She also has 20 years experience in the wellness industry, having qualifications in Indian Ayurveda healing systems, beauty and wellness therapies. Gay, who is well known to our listeners, who look at this fairly regularly, and she's been named one of the best coaches in the country. She has 40 years experience in business and executive coaching and holds qualifications in neurolinguistic programming, Reiki and life coaching. So that's a formidable array of, oh, of no. uh, <laughs> skills as well. Okay, good for you. And so tell us about this new I suppose, product, for want of a better description, that you're launching, service that you're launching for people. A creative retreat, uh, what is that about? Um, well, I've been living in Mount Shannon for about four years, and I think Mel is something similar, and we've been working together on the Mount Shannon Arts um, Committee, and we're friends, and we both agree that Mount Shannon is a wonderful place of healing. And I have a huge amount of experience with clients from all ages and backgrounds and business, personal. And I have just found in the last couple of years, especially after COVID and the Ukraine war and, you know, climate change and all the rest of it, that a huge amount of people need healing or need to find their purpose or are feeling stuck. They don't know what way to progress with their lives. And... We came up with this concept that we could combine our talents, say with the coaching, the wellness, the painting, to help people like dive deep into what's going on in their hearts and their minds so that they come up with a new plan for their purpose or kind of refine themselves or become unstuck. And combined with the beautiful scenery of Loch Derg, we just felt it was the complete package. That sounds really terrific. And Mount Shannon, of course, is a beautiful uh, I suppose, sight on Loch Derg, and especially with Holy Island mm. in the background there and the, and the uh, development of so much in the area mm. now. Mm. Uh, I'm always surprised when I visit Mount Shannon myself by the artefacts that are around the, the town mm. um, and by the beautiful park there, the ash chair mm. and the walk down to the mm. sea, so if, if to the lake rather. It's beautiful. Uh, so the beauty, the physical beauty is one thing. And Mel, tell us about the artistic side of it uh, the artist side of it is to basically unlock um, people's blockages um, I've taught art classes but more on a just fully drinking and fun sessions and because I've gone through transitions myself life changes um, I found that I've had a lot of art blockages where I couldn't paint artist block I couldn't paint anymore I took a few years off being a visual artist so I curated more I did a lot of work with the Manchester Arts Committee and I, th I find now that I'm kind of touching the, the, the different areas where I'm having problems in my life that I actually find it easier to use my creativity to unblock those th things um, so bring these people down to the Loch Derg 
Um, it's sorry, I'm very bad at this. Okay, look away. You're doing fine. Um, I'm better at teaching than I am uh, speaking on the radio. Um, but basically, I s dig deep with each visitor that we have, um, and because of my wellness background, I have a, a strong healing. Uh, golden hands they call me um mm. and i help people unblock uh, whatever is going on in their lives and using art is the best way um you don't have to be an artist you can be from the corporate world um you can be a housewife a stay-at-home dad it doesn't matter um we use different mediums and tools um to break that and also talk a lot and take our shoes off walk around the grass go into the water on the loch derg we've done we did it all last week it was brilliant mm. Sounds ter terrific. And how do you, do you know, from a, a kind of a structural point of view, if I'm coming to you on one of these retreats, what kind of, um, I suppose, experience can I expect in terms of just how you structure the, the experience, um, how you might divine what is the best path for me to follow? Mm. Um, for instance, you're each offering slightly different uh, tools and skills to help people unblock, how does that actually work for me as a potential customer? Okay, so when when people say arrived last week, they came in and we introduced everybody, um, and we had um, you know teas, coffees, and homemade food, or whatever. And then I give a little talk. So what it is about is that we're hoping with the art that your mind will become totally free. Um, you know, to forget about the everyday grind. So we give everybody journals. We ask them just to write in that journal. Now, they didn't have to reveal it to us, but to write into that journal what was going on in their head or did they have an issue or a problem that they wanted to solve, you know, just to get that down in paper so it was out of their head. And then we brought them painting. You know, we did a little bit of watercolours. Hmm. We did something with art pastels. So the people got completely lost in the moment of, you know, creating something on a piece of paper. And it's kind of like people talk about, you know, get out of of your what you normally do and they might suggest abseiling or, you know, something crazy like that. But we say that a piece of white paper can cause as much angst in somebody as mm. abseiling. <laughs> you For know, sure. Yeah, and like to notice what's <clears throat> going on in your yeah. head. Are you looking at that piece of paper and thinking, this is too childish, you know? Are yeah, you I was about to say, if it works for five-year-olds, it could work for 65-year-olds. <laughs> yeah, well, this is it, yeah. Are you afraid of getting dirty? Like, what's going on in your head? Are you resistant to putting stuff on paper? And all that is about noticing that. Then we do get people to get creative with watercolours, pastels, you know, all different medium. We had lunch, go outside, ground yourself in your bare feet, come back in, do a little bit more painting. Everybody had something finished by the end of it and then finish up, excuse me, finish off in the journal. What has come up? Have you come up with solutions to your problems? Have you come up with an idea about something? Do you know, have you found new purpose? Have you thought, right, this isn't important to me, but this is. Mm -hmm. So like it's about really freeing your brain from all, everything that's going on in your head about work, business, family, you know, hassle, whatever it is. And, and would you use treatment smell for that, uh, for instance? Um, I know that Reiki, for instance, can be a very clearing uh, kind of therapy to have if you're suffering from pain or blockages of some sort. Uh, just an example, but I know there are other therapies that probably could be used as well. But Last um, last our last session, we um, did meditation because um, mm -hmm. we had a few 
hours where there was no rain uh, so we sat by <laughs> sat Amazing. by the lake and because you have the sounds of the birds and the water hitting the rocks uh, we all just sat there and meditated and I went through breathing exercises with them and it was I, I'm not gonna lie it was about nine hours mm. um, of, and it was quite mm. intense we were mm. exhausted mm. by the end of it as well um, but it was very uh, rewarding and very emotional um, people start to open up mm. and talk about things and a lot you'll find that's a lot of like-minded people mm. that come to these retreats mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and when you say they're like that you're exhausted which i'm sure is the case uh, if, uh, that can be a, a really a tiring exercise as well as as a very helpful exercise and um, how does do people have an opportunity to rest and recuperate and how does that work for instance i suppose what i'm really saying is how long typically would the retreat last well like say our first one was meant to go from say nine to six but everybody was having such a good time in one way that we extended it our next one we're going to offer overnight accommodation Mm -hmm. and with the people can go for actual physical treatments with mail if they wish or go for um a boat out to holy island with jar madden you know Mm -hmm. we're going to add extra to it Mm -hmm. um but yeah it's very important for the second day that people take time to themselves and really relax and maybe have Mm -hmm. a shower or a bath you know or go out and take time to themselves just think without people talking you know Mm -hmm. so we've learned from it so we're going to extend it into an overnight two day Mm -hmm. but that we wouldn't do anything much on the on the following day but people can reset and reevaluate what it is that they've learned presumably you were both around as sort of yeah. a resource for people to yeah. draw on if they need yeah. Yeah. absolutely yeah. a bit more support yeah. Yeah. I'll yeah. be feeding them I love to cook yeah. oh excellent <laughs> <laughs> uh, that sounds great actually um, so it's a kind of a, it's a package of total self care really yes. is what you're offering yeah. Yeah. Uh, mind and body mm. and yeah. that's a, very yeah. interesting because what's that old Latin saying mens sana and corpore sano um, what we're always striving for Tom and I still haven't climbed the mountain. Well, also, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, still on the yeah. to-do list. Right? Still, yeah. At least you've done a bit of training, Tom. <laughs> I'm, still, I'm still well behind you. But anyway, uh, it, it really sounds great. And tell me a little bit about, you know, the environment that people will be in. I know it's it's got the beautiful backdrop of the loch and all of that. But um, if they were staying over, for example, where would they be staying? Uh, well, we have uh, many accommodations uh, on the property. Um, we have a little pod and we have uh, bedrooms in the house. Um, it's very calming uh, because I come from the holistic background. A lot of the interiors are um, Indonesian and very, oh. yeah, very Zen. Um, so you're an interior designer as well, aren't you? That's one of your many I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't call it an interior designer. I like to dabble in it. Ah, um, uh-huh. I am not qualified as an interior designer, but I've done a few properties in Germany and things like that. But mm-hmm. um, I, I'm, I think I'm good at it. Good um, for you. Yeah. So they, you know, people come in and they feel comfortable and warm and mm-hmm. um, relaxed. So we do have quite a few accommodations available and also locally we've had huge support of people with Airbnbs mm-hmm. and accommodations that will... Uh, also host our visitors guests uh, for an overnight so that's, that's good that sounds great and, and the involvement of the local community mm. in the whole thing is is very interesting as very well very supportive mm-hmm. really very supportive to us. I mean people have said they're delighted to see kind of a, a retreat style product in the area because they feel it as well that it is a wonderful area for healing you know 
and that marries in well with plans, the bigger plans mm. for the area from an infrastructure point yeah. of view, yeah. where you've got the new greenway being developed and the mm. potential for a pilgrim path, yes. including Holy Island. Yeah. So there's a lot yeah. uh, going on yeah. there. Yeah. Just maybe we could take a minute to talk about what's going on in your own lives as well at the moment, because I've noticed that in your recent social media posts, Gay, you have really become an advocate for the inclusion of older people mm. in the workforce. Mm. And that's something that's quite a, a lot of interest to me, as you know. Yeah. So would you like to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, well, I'm going to announce on local radio I'm 61 years of age. And you're only a child. <laughs> <laughs> my brain is still working and functioning absolutely amazingly. And I've just found in the last 12 months in my own kind of work, in work meetings and stuff like that, that kind of my ideas might be passed over, you're ignored or shafted or whatever. And I and I have friends who have retired and who've looked for jobs, just ordinary jobs because they have still have an interest in going out and working and they've so much to offer. And they're not even getting a chance to go for an interview because their age straight away and their CV puts people off. So I'm saying to people, fill your CVs, don't even put your age on it, yeah. fill it up with your what you've learned, you know, what you love doing, you know, your community, your contribution, fill it up with all of that, you know, and even if it comes to set up your own business, like I'm after just setting up my own art business as well, I'm launching it next week, Um and I'm like, I'm not afraid of learning new things, people said to me, but what about tech, but I mean, I... Like, I've been doing social media before anybody else was even doing it, and I'm learning all the time. And I'm not afraid to learn stu- new stuff from my friends. You know, my father was 85, and he asked me to show him how to use Facebook. It's to be, have your brain open with curiosity at all times and keep learning something new and surround yourself by positive people and do something together that even if you can't get a job in inverted commas, go and create something for yourself even if it's voluntary you know whatever it is something that reignites your spark to go back to our retreat but like that really absolutely interests you and that you absolutely love doing you know Mm -hmm. i just think it's disgraceful the way that people's mindset and their knowledge is just poo-pooed away just because they're a certain age Mm -hmm. you know I just I hate that. Absolutely hate that. Yeah, I'm listening intently. Here, you know, <laughs> I know you're about to going for a life change yourself <laughs> pretty soon. Yeah. <laughs> and Mel, you were just mentioning there that you've been through a lot of transitions too, and that. Uh, quite big events have happened in your life and you're facing particular challenges at the moment. Would you like to say something about that and how it fits in, in a way, with what you're offering to people? You know? Absolutely. This was one of the driving forces behind uh, the retreats is, you know, I was married for 20 years, um, you know, going through a five-year divorce. That's finally happened. And then I thought things should start feeling better, the art should be coming back, I should be able to draw and paint again, be creative, post again on social media. And it wasn't happening for me and I wasn't right, I was getting very angry and I thought, okay, maybe this is the backlash of the divorce, you know, it's taken, it's had a delayed effect. Mm. Uh, But then I discovered that I'm going through menopause (laughs) and I suppose Mm. 45, I don't know, I'm not putting a label or age on it, but I just never, it never passed my mind that at 45 I'd go through menopause. So I think 
it's okay to say, hey, you know, I'm a, I'm a cool artist, but I'm going through a divorce and I'm going through menopause and I can't paint at the moment, but it's okay to say those things. You know, I think there's such pressure on Instagram and all these social media platforms to post every single day, you know, to live a certain life or to say certain things, paint the front door, but not me. Like, you know, I'm going to be honest and open. And also the next retreat, I think we want to target um, women uh, 40 up um you know and because there's so many life changes in that age bracket uh 40 to 60 up um that i think it's important to talk about and uh you know it's okay it's nothing wrong with going through menopause Mm -hmm. you know well it's certainly a hot topic at the moment in Mm -hmm. in a general sense uh i think there's been so much learning uh that's gone on for all of us about what that really involves for some of us unfortunately a bit later than (laughs) might have been really useful but Mm -hmm. anyway um it certainly is something and even for the men among us mm, absolutely. Uh, you know to to find out mm. how that can affect everything from relationships to you know what goes on in the home and how you maybe reorganize or replan things um so yeah it's a, it's an important time uh, in people's lives that was another question actually i was going to ask you i'm sure tom was interested to um to know who's your target market uh because, you know, it is a commercial proposition. So who are you aiming these retreats at? Well, basically anybody who's feeling stuck, as it says on the leaflet, but we are mm. going to do, say, men only days. We, we want to do one, say, for women in 40s to 60s, like we targeted in the corporate. We've bookings from some corporates already who want to run them as team days, ah, you know, mm-hmm. to help people bond together and come up with, you know, creating better decisions or coming up with better solutions, like, because that's what creativity is all about. And creativity has also been listed by the World Health Organization as the number one um, essential that employees and employers are going to need in the next five to ten years to cope mm-hmm. with the changing world, you know, and to become adaptable to everything that's happening. So, like, anybody can come. It's yeah. Of course, anybody. COVID has changed all our lives. Absolutely, you know, Whether yeah. it's work-wise or yeah. social yeah. lives yeah. and everything else, you know. Completely. I mean, I... Before COVID, I was driving huge mileage every week for work, and I just do not do that now yeah, anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Um, you're into Zoom meetings, WebEx meetings, and do all that. Do it all online, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Well, there's, there's still no substitute for face to face. I agree with you. Mm-hmm. However, for my peace of mind, I've no intention to driving thousand <laughs> miles a week anymore, ever. You I know. know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Life yeah. balance. Yeah, life yeah. balance completely. Yeah. yeah, I've seen it too with my brother. Um, he is a very high-end job up in Dublin and lives in Drogheda and like was having to leave at six o'clock in the morning to get into work and he was able to work from home and now the office, he can only has to go into the office two days a week and his work-life balance and being with the kids and going to the matches, you can just see he's thriving in that and his boys are thriving in that, you know. Um, so, you know, some good things have come out of it in the work-life balance, absolutely. Well, freeing up time yeah. f- to to make it available for the things yeah. that really matter yeah. that sometimes we lose sight of yeah. because, you know, putting bread on the table is always the first absolutely, thought. Yeah. But then yeah. there's so much more yeah. that goes on. Yeah. Yeah. So I think uh, maybe Tom will be booking in for... <laughs> I could That's be handed it all right, yeah. You'd yeah, be very, very welcome. So I'm about to uh, change my lifestyle yeah. a little bit, retire. Yeah. The, there's a, a fellow waiting for me to check her flag in October. All right. <laughs> <laughs> <No, that's laughs> the end of that phase. But I've 
Love, life's been good, can't complain. Which is you know, fantastic, and, yeah. Uh, not prepared to live idle, want to do something yeah, useful, yeah. whether it's paid employment or otherwise. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Yeah, and keep, so keep that brain active, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, one of the things that people often uh, find, certainly I find myself, is that the whole business of volunteering or, mm. you know, the notion, mm. uh, however notional it might be, of sort of giving something back mm. is always uh, yeah. a, a useful yeah. uh wave mm. maybe moving forwards uh, after a mm. long period of mm. dedicated paid employment mm. yeah. well, I've been involved I suppose in quite a number of volunteer organisations mm. in the community mm. right know. the way but through I, I always felt that uh, I lived in the community I lived off the community yeah. and I always felt I should give something back mm. Mm. Yeah. Mm. and uh, hopefully that will continue yeah I'm sure it will yeah. Yeah. as long as it's good for your soul yes you yes. know and that yeah. you're not just giving without receiving something in return I don't mean monetary value but Ah, you know that your yeah. friendships from it yes. and yeah. the yeah. social life from it or something like that. You know? Even this radio now, I've met yeah. some uh, in the last what, five or six years that I've been involved with the radio, we've met some great friends. Yeah, yeah. Which know? is fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And uh, it's in a new yeah. circle. Yeah. Yeah. You know, fantastic. we all have little circles, yes. you know. I was talking at work yesterday about the Venn diagram, you know, yeah. and we all have, you know, you get caught up in that one circle all the time. Yeah. You know? There's another circle yeah. over there, but <laughs> it's nice when the, the two of the, or two or three circles meet, Jeez. you know, yeah. Yeah. and yeah. cross yeah. over. So... How can people contact you? They can find either of us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, like under Gay Moore or under Mel White, and um, all if the details will be on. If we Google you, you'll nearly come up with you. Yeah, yeah but will, also yeah. there's uh, information here uh, on your website, yeah. which is www.maximilist.com, yeah. and that's M A X I M I L L I S T. Dot com forward slash community creativity retreat yeah. that's for anyone who wants to explore further with you or to book in yeah. and then um there's also info the email address would be info at maximalist.com and you are also available to be contacted by phone yeah. is that right mm-hmm. yeah so mel's phone number is 085 284 4755 and Gay's phone number is 087 276 6012. So, uh, thanks for coming in to talk to us Thank this you morning. So much. Uh, Thank you so much. And look forward to perhaps joining you on one of those retreats Fantastic. at the future yeah. stage. Yeah.